0: Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock at 533
1: on Rock 102 with back Steve and Dave. Officially Plymouth Rock 102 today. Steve off on a field trip. As a
0: chaperone. Yeah. It's not the other way around, (laughs) which you would expect to to happen more often than not. Can't wait to get the full report on Plymouth Rock tomorrow when he returns. We have Thunderbird hockey tickets to give away. They're taking on Laval. We have tickets to Saturday's game at the
1: Mass Mutual Center. Keep listening for that. It's also National Olive Day today. I hate them. You hate them? Can't stand them. Really? I like olive oil. Well, it doesn't really taste the same, does it? No. It's also National Heimlich Day today,
0: which kind of go together, I think. Well, it'll be a lot of of choking on this show today, so 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 it'll work out just fine.
1: (laughs) All right. So, Anyone going to
0: save us or not? No, I don't don't think so. There's that Mm -hmm. and some other stuff Mm -hmm. this morning, too. It's 534. We're back, Steve and Dave on Rock 102. Rock. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 552
1: on Rock 102. A little cooler today. In low 90s yesterday. You know, it's going to be about 20 degrees cooler today. Uh, but uh, sunshine. So we got that going for us. Uh,
0: let's see here. Uh, Hollywood Trash is brought to you by Aqua Pump, an expert in all water supply systems from the well through the pump and into the house.
2: Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So, from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash.
1: Well, Steve Nagel is miles away, investigating Plymouth Rock with some kids today. So I'm filling in. I wonder if uh, he's showing them the rock, or
0: they're showing him the rock. Like, who learns the most out of a situation like that? Yeah, that's a good question. I'm gonna uh, go with Steve learning more. If he pays attention. Yeah, well,
1: obviously. That's a big part of it. We'll have to quiz them tomorrow. Speaking of rock, we got lots of rock news for you here. The Stones hitting the road tonight for their European Stones 60 tour. Whether or not they make it back to the U.S., we'll have to wait and see. Yes, co-founder John Anderson, set for a string of 13 summer dates. And Robert Plant. And Allison Krauss kicking off their tour dates tonight in lovely Canandaigua, New York. Part of the Finger Lakes near Rochester. Those two sing a lot together. Yeah, they've been doing a lot of these projects for probably the last, what, 10, 15 years? At least 15. Yeah. That's cool. Be a good show to see. Also, the last hours of Eddie Van Halen, the autopsy will premiere this Sunday at 8 o'clock on Reels, R-E-E-L-Z. I've never seen that channel before. No. Actually, uh, is Reels a uh, Instagram thing? It might be. Let me search that up while I do other Hollywood trash stories. But for you Van Halen or Eddie Van Halen freaks, I'm sure you already know about Autopsy, the last hours of EVH coming up this Sunday at 8 p.m., Jamie Lee Curtis officiated her daughter's cosplay wedding. The Halloween star. <sighs> apparently, alongside as her daughter Ruby married her partner Kinthia. the couple had an outdoor ceremony in Jamie Lee Curtis's backyard. Curtis herself posting a, a photo with the newlyweds, capturing the captioning the post. Wife is sweet. Instead of life is sweet, wife is sweet. Right. You ever been to one of those kind of weddings? No.
0: I owe you a cousin who, uh, they got married on Halloween Day.
1: Oh, okay. And of
0: course, they wanted everybody uh, to wear costumes.
1: And did you there? Were you there? (laughs) I was
0: there. In costume? Yes. Oh, really? uh, I dressed as a wedding guest in a
1: suit. (laughs) Well...
0: Uh, and it was very convincing. I looked just like I was at a wedding wearing a suit. You went all out, didn't you? Oh, I totally did. You would never recognize me because I never wear a suit. Well, that's true. Except I guess, at a wedding. I guess you could say that. But um, uh, the bride, the groom, the parents of the bride and the groom, they were all in costume. How long ago?
1: 25 years ago. How is that marriage doing today? They're still together. Well, so now that's a surprise. I was going to say I would have predicted otherwise because... They say that usually you shouldn't pick dates like that. Like, people that get married, like, on New Year's yeah, or on Christmas. Or Valentine's Day. Usually not a good idea.
0: I say Valentine's Day because we were the February 16th. Okay. Missed, mis- dodged that bullet by two
1: full days. Yeah, well, it's a good thing because you should get married based on its own merits, not <laughs> tied to no, some you, other holiday, you right? You get
0: married based upon uh, the absolute least amount of money you'll have to spend on the venue. Good point and its availability.
1: So you think you can dance a very popular show on TV? I've never seen it. I I'm familiar with it because I've seen the highlights. I've uh, I've seen it but not regularly. We've got a local person competing by the way, and we'll get to that later on in the show today. But the reason for this story is that Matthew Morrison had to leave the show according to people. Because a source close to the program saying that he had, quote, an inappropriate relationship with a female contestant. Really? They didn't have sex. Just but inappropriate. Apparently he reached out to her through some flirty DMs on social media. A, she, a dancer? Yes. She felt uncomfortable with the line of comments from Matthew Morrison. Huh. Oh, be damned. He was part of the cast of Glee, of course, as well. I that at know. Fox got involved in the investigation. Of course, they have they host the host of show, and uh, as a result, Matthew Morrison fired from "So You Think You Can Dance." Again, you're not I'd...
0: supposed to have inappropriate relationships at work. No, even though I would say, on some level, all of the relationships I have here at work feel a little creepy to me.
1: <laughs> feel inappropriate? Not by the textbook. Hey, Mama June got married to what? That's a good question. She married Justin Stroud, her boyfriend, after less than a year of dating. They reportedly tied the knot a couple of months ago. Well, when you find a gem like that lady, you never let her go. Yes, Mama June from Here Comes Honey Boo Boo. <clears throat> all this according to Us Weekly.
0: Hey, uh, dude, don't let, uh, don't let all that video coverage of your wife-to-be get in the way of you making the best decision of your life. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, at least they didn't get married on a holiday. We were talking about that a few minutes ago. Yeah, I think
0: there's there's enough going wrong with that relationship.
1: Stranger Things is breaking all sorts of Netflix viewership records, according to Deadline. They report that the fourth season of Stranger Things bringing audiences back to Netflix. The streaming platform had its biggest premiere weekend ever, beating out the second season of Bridgerton. With the premiere of volume one of the fourth season of Stranger Things. Well, I got to tell you, that's been a great series. I've never seen it. Really? No.
0: It's a. Re- I mean, you say, oh, it looks like a kid's, uh, mm-hmm. kid's movie or a kid's show. No,
1: no. It, but it's really well done. It's really cool. And the live-action Pinocchio coming out soon. Starring, among others, Tom Hanks. Entertainment Weekly reporting the teaser trailer... For Disney's latest live-action remake, released yesterday. For you fans of live-action and Pinocchio. That's great. Something to look forward to. Yes, it will be. And that's your Hollywood Trash on Rock 102. Chicopee Industrial Contractors, the area's premier source for... Celtics and Warriors, NBA Finals Game 1 tomorrow night. And then Game 2, Sunday, both in California. Game 3, next Wednesday, back in Boston. Hockey, Springfield Thunderbirds hosting the Laval Rocket. Next round of the AHL playoffs this weekend, Saturday and Sunday games at the Mass Mutual Center. In the NHL playoffs last night, Colorado... Over Edmonton, 8-6. The Lanch lead that Western Conference final, one game to none. In baseball, the Reds over the Red Sox, 2-1. Sox will host the Reds again tonight. Also, Josh Mayo allowing two hits and one run, striking out four, leading top-seeded Westfield. Pass number two, West Springfield, 2-1, as the Bombers claimed their first regional crown since 2013. And in softball, Hampshire. A 4-3 win over Wakona in the Western Mass Class B Championship of softball. Tennis at the quarterfinals of the French Open, Rafael Nadal got past Novak Djokovic in four sets. And in golf, Dustin Johnson, Sergio Garcia, Louis Oosthuizen, Ian Poulter, and Lee Westwood are included in the field for that first LIV Golf Invitational Series that will be played next month outside of London. Phil Mickelson not listed on the cast of characters for that particular tournament that Saudi backed. We'll be paying attention to that. And of course, the U.S. Open in a couple of weeks, just down the pike in Brookline. Looking forward to that. Danny Woodhead, the former Patriots star, still trying to shoot his way into that with a 36-hole qualifier later this week in Ohio. That's it. For your 102-second sports, coming up next in his View from the Couch, a $150,000 baseball bet. Bax will tell you all about it in his View from the Couch on Rock
2: 102. And now, Bax's View from the Couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your neighborhood paint store. Hey, good morning, sports
0: fans. How the heck are you? As you know, at some point, the Massachusetts State Legislature will get on the stick and pass some sort of bill that will allow degenerate gamblers, such as yourselves, an opportunity to place bets on sporting events. Oh, it'll happen. And when it does, you'll be able to lose your shirts and life savings with the same speed and enthusiasm as people in other 30 other states around the country. But until that happens, you're just going to have to wait. Uh, That way, you can fall into the same seductive trap as this idiot fell into just this week. According to reports, an unidentified better in Biloxi, Mississippi, placed a bet at an area casino for the L.A. Dodgers to cover the two-and-a-half run spread last night against the Pittsburgh Pirates. Now, that may not seem like such a big deal, except whoever this person was is said to have been reported dropped uh, a drop the bet of $150,000 on the Dodgers. Now, I don't know about you, but I don't have $150,000 at my immediate disposal, so the idea of blowing all of that on a single wager doesn't really appeal to me. Although, if things had worked out, then this dude would have net an alleged payday of $130,000. But that, of course, assumes that the Dodgers would win by at least three runs or more. Well, guess what? The Dodgers lost to Pittsburgh by a score of five to three. That means whoever was stupid enough to bet one hundred and fifty thousand dollars on a single non-divisional regular season baseball game just lost themselves one hundred and fifty thousand dollars, folks. I would be financially devastated if I lost fifteen dollars on a bet that stupid. You see. This is only a part of the problem that you have with sports gambling. It doesn't take very much to turn a reasonably intelligent person and transform them into a largely irrational idiot. An idiot such as the dope who dropped $150,000 for the Dodgers to cover the point spread when they could not. Does that feel stupid? I'm sure it does. Because it is. Listen, I'd rather have you lose your shirt in a casino and then have your kneecap smashed to pieces by a tire iron, but I much prefer not putting myself in that sort of position in the first place. Call me crazy, but even I could have told you this was a stupid bet, and as it turns out, I might have been right. But hey, never my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Want to really say happy Father's Day? Say it with Power Tools. Go to Rockies. Tons of Power Tool deals all on the sales flyer, which you can find in the store, on the app, or at rockies.com. I'm back, so that's my view from the couch.
3: Rock 102,
0: Springfield's Classic, classic. Rock. rock 102 springfield's classic rock at 613 and acdc on rock 102
1: so we were talking earlier in um, hollywood trash about jamie lee curtis being an officiant at her daughter's cosplay wedding by the yeah. way am i even pronouncing that word co- is it cosplay i don't know co- yeah, cosplay cosplay yeah. where you dress up yeah it's
0: like costume play gotcha so Don't ask me how I know this. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I try to pay attention to all the various uh, kinky things that go on in the world. Right. Uh,
1: apparently, Jamie Lee Curtis's daughter, Ruby, got married to her partner, Kinthia, and they had a cosplay wedding. It doesn't say what they dressed up as, but I suppose we could look it up because Jamie Lee Curtis posted a photo of herself on social media. So I don't yeah. know what they dressed up as. Did it show what... Sh- so it was just the uh, the two people getting married that yes. were in,
0: in costume.
1: Yes. I, I I don't know. Maybe some of the other you know people in the wedding played along. I have no idea.
0: It's like, it's like I told you. you know, my, uh, my cousin, and I, she's a close cousin, mm-hmm. get, get, gets married on uh, Halloween right. 20, 25 years ago, whatever yep. it was, on Halloween day. And and so the invitation said, you know, costume's optional. Right. Well, guess what the main option was for the guests not to wear costumes well but how, I remember my aunt and uncle wearing costumes yeah and, like what what they wear <sighs> I'm trying to remember I, I I think he was dressed up in some this was my uncle uh believe he dressed up in some sort of civil war outfit okay kind of like a general
1: custer kind of <laughs> look to him okay
0: um but I don't remember what everybody else
1: wore you know I I hate Halloween anyway I, Halloween's for kids in my opinion I I don't I don't like th- the adu- I mean, look, It's if you're an adult and you dress up, it's okay. It's none of my business. I just don't like doing it myself. You know, like I feel foolish dressing up.
0: Yeah, but if you're in a room where everybody else is dressed up foolish, yeah. then you're not really that foolish. I know. Fact, in fact, in fact, the opposite is true. If you're in a room and everyone's wearing a costume and you're not, then you are foolish.
1: Guess what, Bax? I'm not going to that party. <laughs> if if every- I'm going to go and I'm going to dress up in nothing... And show up and be a sore thumb sticking out, then I won't go to that party. Every
0: year for the last, I don't know, mm-hmm. six or seven years, I've hosted the uh, the Halloween celebration at the Rumble Seat in
1: Chicopee. Okay.
0: Now, at first, I thought, eh, do I do I need to go in costume? Can I just go as a uh, my costume being like as a Rock One Hundred Two? Sure. As an underpaid Rock One Hundred Two employee. Mm-hmm. Well, as it turns out, as convincing as I could have turned that into, mm-hmm. uh, I was told, no, you should wear a costume. All so. Right. I have been rotating three or four
1: costumes over the years. But that's the only time I ever get in costume. It's just for that event. Yeah. See, I just I just don't like doing it. Uh, I feel foolish and so I won't go to an event like that if it's a dress up party. I just don't like them. Uh, speaking of cosplay weddings, I had a friend of mine who just got engaged and we were saying how it's kind of odd sometimes to get Married, like, on a holiday, like Valentine's Day, or, you know, know, dress up like the pilgrims and get Mm -hmm. married on Thanksgiving. Right. Uh, I had um, a woman that I knew years ago who got married to her previous husband eloping on New Year's Eve. They got married. Didn't work out very well.
0: You know what's uh, bugging me about uh, a lot of weddings these days? Mm -hmm. Destination weddings. I'm getting a little worn out with destination weddings.
1: Have you had to pay up pony up to go to any of these things as a guest or not? Not really. I mean, I
0: well, I say that. I mean, I've been to a couple, but you know, mm-hmm. usually they're they're not that far. Right. I mean, it requires a hotel stay, but it's but it's not, you know, going to a foreign country. Mm-hmm. Like for example, I had a buddy of mine in college uh who got married because his uh, his wife to be wanted to get married in the Bahamas. Okay. Now there were like a, there was like a spate of uh, messages mm-hmm. uh, going around uh, with you know with a, a whole group of us that you know have stayed in touch over the years. Mm-hmm. Are you going to go to Mikey's wedding? Right? Right. Like, where is it? It's the Bahamas. Mm. Let me say this emphatically: Hell no! Now it would have been fun to go because right. there were a group of people that I knew, but costly. Well, that's it. I mean, could I afford it to go? Yeah. Yeah, maybe, but you know, how I don't good wanna, of a friend was this? Well, he's not that. G- right? I don't care who the friend is; yeah. he's not that great of a friend. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, you know, I, I went to a wedding once in in Washington. It was a destination wedding, for, not for me. I mean, they live there, but DC was, or Washington State? DC, okay. And that was that was fine. I didn't mind making the sure. making the trip. But mm-hmm. the Bahamas is a little bit more involved, yeah, and a hell of a lot more expensive. So. Yeah, you know, I, I didn't go, yeah. and I, and everyone was saying, were well, you going to go? Were you going to go? Did you go? Did you go? No, I didn't go, because I don't want to have to drop
1: that kind of expense to go. Mm-hmm. It's just too much. Speaking of Destination Weddings, there's a great movie called Destination Wedding with Keanu Reeves and Winona Ryder, very under the radar, very funny, if you're like a cynical bastard, and I think you are. You should watch Destination Wedding with Keanu Reeves and Winona Ryder. Cynical bastard. What are you talking about? I'm just saying, based on what I can observe, I think you would enjoy Destination Wedding. All right, Gene Siskel, I'll take your word for it. Put it on your list. Now, I had a friend of mine who got engaged yesterday, or at least she notified us via Facebook that she got engaged. Did you see the picture I sent you?
0: Uh, Yes,
1: I did. All right, so this is my friend Maggie. Go way back to the Syracuse days,
0: Okay. where she
1: used to work for the local hockey team, the Syracuse Crunch. Okay. She then went to work for the Columbus Blue Jackets of the NHL for a while, and now she's moved to North Carolina, and apparently she's gotten out of the sports industry. And look at this. She got engaged to her boyfriend, and this is pretty fun. That's the ring? That's the ring. So they're posing at a lake in North Carolina. He's down on one knee. And she has a giant inner tube around her, and the inner tube is golden. Thus, a ring, a gold ring.
0: Yeah. She didn't have real high expectations in this uh, relationship, did she?
1: (laughs) What? I, you know, I don't know. I mean, look, I, I, I think she's a great gal. I wish her well. I wish. I don't know who this guy is. Is, is this? Is, is, I, I'm
0: seeing red flags all over the place. Are you? Okay. Is, is this a two-month salary inflatable inner tube? Uh, you know, it does look like an expensive gold inner tube. Yeah, but it's it's probably nothing more than what he was able to find at the Dollar Tree.
1: I don't know. I, I, I think it's kind of tough to find a gold Colored inner tube, don't you think? I mean, I've seen them in red and you know Canning. all the basic colors. And- you can get any color. And a can of spray paint solves that problem. No problem at all. Yeah. So anyway, he's given her a giant ring as the engagement ring. He's down on one knee and she's smiling, holding this large gold inner tube around her neck. Ooh. I assume he also gave her a ring. Well, let's hope so, because that's oh. going to be a little disappointing. Although I, I don't see her left hand in yeah. his picture. So, I don't. like all of her girlfriends. Oh, let's see the ring. Hold on, let me open my trunk. Yeah. So she's she's obviously she's hiding her left hand in this photograph, which might be a red flag as well.
0: Yeah, she may be hiding a lot of things in this relationship. <laughs> I look. Like, I, w- like, I w- an, like an escape plan.
1: <laughs> I guess. I wish her well. Uh, I don't know. Have you ever done anything like this? No, 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 nor, nor, have, no. I. nor no, have I. Nor have I.
0: I try to keep my inflatables out of my romantic relationships <laughs> well, at all times. Yes,
1: keep them in the closet, right? It's uh, just <laughs> about six with with back, Stephen. Slancha, Rock One Hundred Two. Back, Stephen Dave. Minus the Steve part, he's visiting Plymouth Rock with some kids today. He's a uh,
0: chaperone mm-hmm. on a uh, on a field trip. You ever do that? Yes. Chaperone. Yes. It sounds so much better than it actually.
1: Is. Well, you're going to get a day off of work as he's doing today, improving yeah. that, right? But yeah. uh, the suffering that he might be doing might not be worth the day off when all comes. To, uh, I have I have chaperoned I think two,
0: maybe three field trips with my kids, mm-hmm. and it's never about my kid because you know my kid can do no wrong. It's uh it's the behavior of of the other kids, like you know, they sometimes separate you into groups, and, yeah. You, know, you got like a group of like five kids and you know the other chaperone's got a group of five and the teacher's got a group of five and yeah. and then you know you're in charge of making sure that that no one, you know, falls out of line or misbehaves and then
1: You you find well, you, you you find your patience waning with other kids, is that what you're saying? Or sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes. I mm-hmm. mean you know, sometimes you get a good a good group and everybody's fine and mm-hmm. it's really nice and it's a
0: pleasant experience, but then there are other times when you just want to get this kid back on the bus at home. Mm-hmm. I
1: that's of uh, the two or three times I've done it I think that's happened twice. Yeah, I think I did it one time and uh, somebody threw up all over the bus. That's not a pleasant experience, especially when it happens on the way to the field trip, so then you got to deal oh, with yeah. the whole thing for th- not just the trip there but the trip home as well.
0: And it's not like you just can call the uh, mm. the custodian with the with the barf dust to spread <laughs> over the
1: floor of the of the bus. No barf dust on a field trip. It's too bad. Yeah. That that should be like standard equipment for a bus. You're right. They should pack that just like the lunches when you go on any sort of field trip. Well, like wait, when
0: you're on a plane and there's yep. like
1: a, lab, a lack of uh, cabin pressure, you mm-hmm. just, you know, you pull the the cord and everybody's airbag comes out. Right. Speaking of which, Disney is now handing out barf bags for one of its rides at Epcot Theme Park, the Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind ride, which rotates 360 degrees. Apparently, Passengers, The kids and the parents are getting sick so bad that Disney now has employees at the end of the ride handing out free barf bags.
0: That's awesome. Makes you want to try the, the, the yeah. ride, doesn't it? Well, it's a great ad for the ride, Hell sure, yeah. right? Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> you so know, when you're when you're a kid, like yep. you, like nothing can go wrong on a ride. You mm-hmm. like, you can take it. It goes upside down, spins nine hundred times. Mm-hmm. And you got no problem with that. But you, as you age, <laughs> you become like an adult. You realize, oh, I'm not so sure I want to. Yeah. Uh, Six thirty two. We're back. Stephen, Dave, and Rock one hundred and two. It's time for news, and it's brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Gary Rome will pay you more for your car, whether
1: you trade it or not. It's time for news. Here's Dave Coombs. It's heating up, and so is the crime locally. One person injured in a shooting in the Forest Park section of the city last night. The male victim taken to Bay State Medical Center. Doctors report he is in stable condition, according to Ryan Walsh, the Springfield police spokesman. Police had responded to a shot spotter activation about 8.20 last night on Ventura Street, locating the victim nearby. This follows shootings at the Saga VIP Lounge, and another one. Grattan Street, and Chicopee all in the last 48 to 56 hours or so. So, again, it heats up, and the crime heats up. Did you ever Let's see Body Heat, by the way? Uh, sure. Same thing. remember in that movie they talk about how the heat makes people do crazy things sometimes.
0: Yes, uh, including uh, wanting to
1: see more of Kathleen Turner naked. Uh, That never, ever happened again. Especially at that age. She was a sight to see, for sure. Springfield City Council President Marcus Williams. We told about him yesterday. He was scheduled to have that press conference at noon yesterday to announce his future. He did that. He is stepping down from the Springfield City Council presidency to pursue an opportunity with Amherst-based Proteus Fund which is a national philanthropic organization that supports issues of social justice. And he's made his job fully virtual, by the way, which is one of the benefits of this job, according to Williams in his speech yesterday. He said that as manager of donor services, he will be able to do his job from any location in the world. So what's interesting about this, and good you know, good for
0: Marcus, finding something he wants to do and, uh, and doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, but Jesse Letterman is now been elevated to the city council president
1: no relation to david n- n-
0: different spelling Okay. and jesse's a real nice kid mm-hmm. let me say a kid <laughs> i knew i we, we were introduced to him yeah when he was still in high school wow all right so and he was mm-hmm. very much involved in politics and policy at a very very young age okay you know now he's married he's got kids i mean mm-hmm. he's an adult he's a, a full grown man now right but <laughs> this is someone that we've known since he was 15, 16 years old. So good for for Jesse. I'm
1: I'm, I'm thrilled for him. Well, and good for Marcus Williams, too, if he's got this great job that allows him to be virtual anywhere in the world with Proteus Fund. Absolutely. So that's always a plus. We're still trying to figure out a way to do that in radio. The Massachusetts House and Senate are happy to override the governor's veto of a bill that would allow immigrants without legal status to obtain driver's licenses. Governor Baker didn't like that idea, but according to Senator Adam Gomez, he's helping to spearhead the legislation in his chamber that would override the governor's veto of that bill. This happens a day after the bill landed on the governor's desk. Baker vetoed it last week, warning that non-citizens might be erroneously registered to vote under the state's automatic voter registration law that would be tied to their obtaining driver's licenses. So this is a to me this is a real catch 22
0: mm-hmm. cuz if if you're if you're undocumented, right? And you don't have any legal status, right? To put yourself in the system with a driver's license in a way which requires an address, right? In a way exposes you in a way that you would not normally have. So if I'm if I'm here uh, and I'm uh, not a legal citizen, I'd really have to think twice. Hey, wait a minute! As 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 many benefits as there would be to having one, do I really want to tip my hand here and let everybody
1: know where I'm staying? Yeah, I'm not so sure I would. Well, it's a it's a sticky one for sure. We'll be paying attention to what happens to this bill now that it's been vetoed. But Senator Adam Gomez trying to override the veto with his powers. Speaking of being undocumented and speaking of having no licenses, the Rhode Island man that we talked about yesterday that, that plowed into a bunch of motorcycles on Sunday afternoon, he didn't have a license, he was driving an unregistered vehicle, well... He was in court yesterday. 32-year-old Ryan O'Farrell of Westerly, Rhode Island, had been driving an SUV, pulling a trailer, carrying a motorcycle on Route 10 when he plowed into and across the solid yellow double center line, striking five motorcycles heading north. These motorcycles, part of a group of a Connecticut motorcycle club that were riding up from Connecticut. Nine people were injured. Eight suffered serious injuries in the crash. They are currently hospitalized with two In critical condition at UMass Medical Center in Worcester. And this guy pleading not guilty in court yesterday to more than 20 charges following the crash. You want to take a little sip of something? Mm, I'm okay. You sure? I am. Wow. I'm going to gut it out. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Even if that means choking to death on the show. (laughs) No. Not going to choke to death during that story anyway. Maybe a little bit later on. How about during the groundbreaking for a brand-new brewery in Wilbraham? Beers made by Scantic River Brewing can now be found all across Western Mass, and now the business will have a tap room in Wilbraham. The brewery, partnering with Pufami, an Italian restaurant in Wilbraham, Scantic River Brewing offers a variety of IPAs, porters, hard seltzers, and more. And Scantic River Brewing, owned by David Avery of Hampton, Pufami's owned by Mark Pufami. And uh, Pufumi. Pufumi. P-U-F-A-M-I?
0: I think it's spelled wrong. It's P
1: A M P A F U M I. Oh, okay. Pufumi's well, Pizza? I, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm reading it as it was written in Western, in um, MassLive.com. Yeah, so I apologize if I got that wrong. They should apologize if they spelled it wrong. I suppose so. But anyway, new brewery in Wilbraham on uh, Burt Lane. The ribbon, ribbon cutting and groundbreaking ceremony yesterday. That's cool. Yeah. Speaking of groundbreaking, the place to be opening in Springfield today. The restaurant becoming well-known in Connecticut for its Instagrammable style and its food, drinks, and decor. The interior has multiple signs, including one that reads, day drinking, and another one saying, quote, my milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. Yeah, they could show you, but they'd have to charge. It also has a bathtub filled with plastic balls that look like bubbles. So the idea behind this place is you have fun drinking and eating, and you take fun photographs to go along with it. Well, there you go. Here's the other thing: uh, if you spend too much time in there
0: and you had too much fun, mm-hmm. there is all is the uh, the hotel on the other side of the uh, of the of the parking lot.
1: Yeah, because it's uh, got parking right there at the Naismith Memorial Basketball Hall of Fame.
0: Well, yeah, well, it's, I mean, it's part of the building. Yeah, the Springfield location of the place to be. So this used to be, for those of you who don't know, the old Samuels. And uh, my understanding between the place to be and Samuels is if you go to the place to be, uh, the, you won't be ignored by all nine bartenders who are too busy looking at their phone to take your drink
1: order. Oh, so so this would be an upgrade just in and of itself, then, is what you're saying.
0: Well, I never had a problem with Samuels, uh, per, you know, per se, but, you know, many, many times when I've been there... I waited for a bartender to acknowledge me, but all nine of them were too busy fiddling around on their
1: phones to realize, hey, I've got a $20 bill here and I'm very, very thirsty. Well, you can head to the place to be opening in Springfield today at the Basketball Hall of Fame. The Springfield location unique because it's their biggest location. They have others in Connecticut and elsewhere. They have four bars at the place to be. So probably not a problem getting served, like you were talking yeah, about. because i hate to be ignored in four different bars in the same building. <laughs> 6,000 square feet backs and fits about 100 people with also a private event space, and it also has an outdoor patio as well. Sounds like the place to be could be a place to be this summer here in Springfield.
0: Yes, it'd be among
1: the many places to be. And a Springfield EMT has accomplished her lifelong dream of performing on the TV show So You Think You Can Dance. And We talked about this during Hollywood Trash, Matthew Morrison, one of the stars and hosts of that show, being removed because he was flirting with a female contestant. Doesn't say that it was this female contestant, Zaisha Knighton, a 19-year-old Springfield native and a student at Bay Path University. She's on a pre-med track, but she's also competing as a dancer on So You Think You Can Dance. She talked to Western Mass News about the whole thing right here.
2: I like to think of dance as like my escape, you know, a lot going on mentally. So that's like kind of my release.
1: Zaisha Knighton, active member of the military, hmm. an EMT on a pre-med track at Bay Path University and successfully made it through the first round of auditions in Los Angeles. How about that? And she'll be returning to the competition in L.A., if you want to check out the coverage, Fox 6 has the show tonight and every Wednesday night. If you want to check out the progress of one of our own. Uh, good for her. On So You Think You Can Dance. I know I can't dance, so I'm not going on that show ever. No, me neither. Are, are you a dancer at all? Uh, you know, I've got to, I've got a lot of rhythm in my soul, but uh, no, I'm not a dancer. Yeah, I, I couldn't dance on that show. In fact, I couldn't dance anywhere. If I could make a Dr. Seuss rhyme out of it, I'd do it right now. Nobody wants to see me dancing. <laughs> 642 on Backs Steve, and Dave. Steve is off today on a field trip. We'll have more on that later. We've got a mass hat coming up on Rock 102.
0: It's 649 and the Rolling Stones of Bax, Steve, and Dave on Rock 102.
1: So in doing that story a few minutes ago about the brand new brewery and restaurant in Wilbraham there, I guess I'm not the only one to mispronounce the name of the owner of the restaurant there. We'll get to that next hour and now hear this. I uncovered a little bit of audio from a local news outlet so i don't feel so bad yeah, don't uh, don't take it all on yourself <laughs> hey uh real quick uh rock 102 wants to hook
0: you up with a 25 dollar apple gift card courtesy of fx's pistol that's the uh, the limited series about the sex pistols mm-hmm. uh brought to you with by academy award-winning director danny boyle it's a limited run series uh about the sex pistols and you can tune into maxi's musical fun bag on sunday june 5th between 9 and 10 and listen for a secret code word once you get that code word you go to rock102.com and enter it for your chance to win a 25 dollars apple gift card courtesy of fx's pistol and rock102
1: springfield's classic rock it's 649 with backs steve and dave
2: Time for Rock 102 to recognize another mass hat. Going below and beyond other humans in the pursuit of stupidity, incompetence, and embarrassment. If you want to crown them, then crown their ass. Here's today's mass hat.
1: 23-year-old Sarah Rodo is in love with an airplane. (sighs) How much in love? All the way. She refers to this particular Boeing... 737 as her boyfriend, she flies on the aircraft as often as possible, and has 50 replica models of the plane at her house in Dortmund, Germany. Mm Mm-hmm. Apparently, this particular model of a Boeing 737, she calls Dickie, and hopes to actually marry the plane one day, even even though it's illegal in Germany. She may have to move outside the country to do it. And the Germans are not known for their sense of humor about these kinds of things. You're right. This woman identifies, by the way, as an objectum sexual, meaning that she is sexually attracted to inanimate objects. I've heard about this before with automobiles. <laughs>
0: I believe most of the shelves and bookends would probably be all she would ever need for something like that.
1: <laughs> so I don't know what it means to her. But she says that past romances with men didn't work out. really? Big surprise. No right? kidding.
0: Could it be about uh, your obsession about inanimate
1: objects that might have been a, a bit of a, a bugaboo? Yeah, maybe the, the men kind of failed to live up to her ideal. Um, <laughs> I don't even know if it's that is if you can if you can find
0: yourself in love with an inanimate object. Then, how can you possibly share that love with a living, breathing human being?
1: Well, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I had uh, love of my teddy bear when I was three or four years old. I think that yeah. at that point, it's okay. Yeah, but much like uh, when I uh, loved my baseball cards,
0: at some yes. point, you have a limit. Right. You know, you're not going to. Def- to defile them, basically, just because you have an Andy Baron card from 1978. Ooh, he was a swarthy guy with
1: big eyebrows, by the way. He was he was not a good looking dude. Baltimore Orioles guy. Yeah. Um, this particular woman says she's also been in love with a train before. She has to find other forms of transportation. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I guess you want to be well rounded. Uh, according to Sarah Rodo, quote: "My plane is called Dicky." I love everything about Dicky, but particularly his face. Now, where would the face be? Would that be like the point of the plane? Yeah, I guess right? right
0: with the windows and yeah, yeah. yeah All right. Be
1: it. She also says she's attracted to his wings and his engine.
0: Now, does she see him a lot in between all the uh, the psychological evaluation visits
1: she has to do? with? It d- doesn't say anything about that. She really? might be completely normal. Bex, you're Dave. Listen,
0: to- listen to what is coming out of your mouth. There's yeah. absolutely nothing normal here. Nothing normal. Who are any of us to define normal? I mean, I get that, but I mean, right. r- really? I mean, it's. Is it uh, is
1: it mutual? Does the airplane love her <laughs> well, as much as she loves him? Th- but it's good. I don't think an in- inanimate object can return love. Maybe she hasn't realized that. Yet. Yeah, maybe Although, you're right. I guess if the engine is running, then maybe there is some sort of exchange that yeah, goes on. But you know, I don't know. But
0: like so many other uh, relationships, I'm sure
1: Dicky comes with a lot of baggage. <laughs> well, yeah, for sure. If it's a Boeing 737, um. I don't know if she, you know, obviously she doesn't own the plane either. I mean, she she sort of buys tickets aboard. No,
0: she Dickey. she lets she lets the plane be an individual like every other plane on the tarmac.
1: And I don't know if is she if can she differentiate between Dicky the Boeing seven thirty seven and say a small private plane. That is a proxy. Yeah, would prop- she be riddled with guilt right? for going in another plane? Is yeah. she cheating on the other plane? Right. And what if she can't book passage on Dickie the Boeing seven thirty seven? Then then Dickie's clearly playing hard to get. Yeah, I guess. This is a tough one. It is. I, I have heard about the I think there was a movie about people who are attracted to automobiles, if I'm not mistaken. And they like to they like to recreate sexual scenes. Yes. But, Inside the vehicle but 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 most, while, while, while posing as dead, if, if I'm not mistaken. But most
0: of those situations are because they've been sucking down bath salts. Maybe.
1: Doesn't say anything about this for 23 year old Sarah Roto. <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe we could check out some photographs as well. We could post it on the Rock 102 yeah, Facebook I, I, page. I'd, I'd like to see how attractive this plane is too. Well, like to see what she looks like.
0: Ah, who cares? It's, this is about me and the plane. Are, are you ready to, g- to
1: ditch your regular relationships for no, an uh, inanimate object? No, but I mean, I'm, I'm human. How can I not look at a plane? Well, maybe it'd be a, like a red wagon or something like that. Different type of Different type, like a scooter. Now you. Now who's talking crazy? It's 6.55. I'm back, Steve and Dave. We've got the 102-second sports coming up next on Rock 102. Live
2: in concert. Live in concert. Waqyhd Springfield. 102.1 FM. A Springfield Rocks Radio Group. Sam. And 8 a.m.
1: Almost 7 a.m. on Rock 102. Uh, highs of about 70 today, about 20 degrees lighter than it was yesterday and uh, about a 30% chance of some rain coming in this afternoon. The weather is brought to you by Serve You Locksmiths. They've got a key for that. St. James Avenue, Springfield or ServiuLocksmiths.com. Here's 102 second sports on Rock 102. NBA finals tomorrow night in the Bay Area of California. As the Golden State Warriors host the Celtics in game one, also game two this Sunday, and then game three back in Boston next Wednesday in hockey the Springfield Thunderbirds hosting the Laval Rocket this Saturday and Sunday at the Mass Mutual Center in the opening of the Eastern Conference Finals of the AHL playoffs meantime last night in the NHL playoffs Colorado over Edmonton 8-6 to the Lanch up one nothing in those Western Conference Finals baseball the Reds over the Red Sox 2-1 to Sox will host the Reds again tonight Also, congrats to Westfield. They beat West Springfield 2-1, as Westfield claimed its first regional crown since 2013. And in softball, Hampshire winning the Western Mass Class B softball championship, beating Wakona 4-3. Tennis at the quarterfinals of the French Open, Rafael Nadal got past Novak Djokovic in four sets. And... Don Mattingly's son, Jordan, arrested in Indiana on Monday after drunkenly crashing his car. Don Mattingly, of course, currently a big league manager with Miami, but his son, not so much. His son apparently tried to drive the car without a tire to a local dealership where he wanted to sell it. This is after he crashed it. He's facing multiple charges. Officers saying that Jordan Mattingly smelled of alcohol. And almost fell several times. He had some white claw in the SUV, and he blew a .291. A .291. Man, that's, that's a good clip. Three and a half times the legal limit. By the way, two ninety one was also his dad's batting average during the 1993 season. And that's it for your 102-second sports. Coming up next, Steph Curry as NBA MVP. Bax examines that next.
2: And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your neighborhood paint store. Hey, good
0: morning sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, you know what I don't like? I don't like a dismissive tone. Sure, it's perfectly fine when I do it, but I don't much care for when it's the sort of tone that's directed towards me or the things that I care about. For example, I'm of the belief that the Boston Celtics are an exciting team of destiny, poised for greatness as they prepare themselves for the NBA Finals. What I do not like is listening to the reckless opinions that the Boston Celtics are going to lose to Golden State. I got a real problem with that, not only because it doesn't make any sense, but that it ignores the Celtics greatness. And I don't like that sort of negative chit chat. Get a load of this. Yesterday, oddsmakers in Las Vegas listed Golden State's Steph Curry as the overwhelming favorite to become the series MVP. We haven't even started playing this series yet. And some people are already willing to hop aboard the MVP bandwagon as if there's some sort of far gone conclusion that they've already won the NBA Finals. Well, I can assure you, they have not. And yet, in their minds, Steph Curry is a sure bet in spite of facing one of the best defensive teams in the league, who also happens to have the NBA's defensive player in the year in Marcus Smart, who I should point out is perfectly capable of making a guy like Steph Curry play like straight up trash. If Steph Curry is good enough to be the series MVP? Sure he is, but they rarely give that award to a guy who's on the losing team. And since the Celtics are a team of destiny, I would not take those odds if they paid me, which I believe would be the point of taking those odds at all. No, this is not a foregone conclusion. In fact, this series could go down to the wire and into seven games. I personally would rather see the Celtics win in four games in a sweep, but I'm not gonna waste my money on that happening either. My point is this. Let's not get ahead of ourselves, and let's not blow our life savings to prove otherwise. But hey, and of my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Pull up a Rockies sales flyer in your phone or computer. It's loaded with bargains like the Milwaukee M12 Drill Driver uh, and the Impact Driver Combo for 100 bucks with your Ace Rewards card. Just 100 bucks. What's on sale at Rockies? It's always at your fingertips at rockies.com. I'm back, so that's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 7:09 and talking heads on Rock 102.
1: There's some rain a little bit later on. 30% chance this afternoon. Right now we're okay. We're going to have highs of about 70 today. Right now about 60 degrees where we are. We need better than
0: 30%. And we need it badly. You know, yesterday we were supposed to get rain. We wound up not getting any rain.
1: Right. What was up with that? I was all ready to go there. I was, uh, you know, I got my bike ride in, and then I was going to just uh, hunker in and watch some stuff on TV, Netflix, and chill. The whole deal. There, nothing.
0: I had to. Uh, I had to run to the uh, the local market in Hampton. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pick up a couple of things. Right. Uh, some emergency provisions. <laughs> sure. Some bread. Uh, bread, milk, uh, crackers. Yes. Uh, did get a thing beer. of milk. Some uh, beer. No, I didn't get any. I didn't get any alcohol. No. But I, you know, I got uh, I got a bag of chips. Mm-hmm all the important stuff. Sure, of course. And uh you know when I got there my my windshield was just covered in a in a thick layer of pollen. So what I did was is I you turn on the uh on the wipers mm-hmm. and you know and and, and washed them, you yeah. know with, with the washer fluid. Yeah. And uh, I cleared my window. Okay. 10 minutes later I come out with my uh, my two bags of groceries, put mm-hmm. them in the trunk, mm-hmm. come around. Windows <laughs> covered again, all in pollen. Wow. 10 minutes later Ten minutes yesterday, apparently, and, and I'm, I read about this this morning and I heard about it on online, and I don't know if we got the worst of this, but I have to believe we got at least a part of this. The entire eastern half of Massachusetts got blasted yesterday with a cloud of pollen, a yellow-green crowd, uh, cloud swept across the region along a cold front that descended along from the uh, the, the main coast. This is according to uh, one meteorologist. The front shifted winds to an easterly direction, picking up pollen as it blew, and the shift caused the temperature to drop sharply. Now, why I'm telling you this is, as this is happening, mm-hmm. a line of pollen, along with this cold front from Maine, pushed this enormous cloud of pollen all across the eastern half of Massachusetts. Aliens. No, not aliens. It's a it's a it's a perfectly logical, uh, you know, meteorological phenomenon. So you know that pollen had to go somewhere, and they're just claiming you know all of eastern Mass. But I'll be damned if we did not get some of that. Okay, I know we got some of that. I don't know if you're a seasonal allergy sufferer. Oh yeah, I got it wicked bad. I was outside uh, for like fifteen minutes the other day, just moving a couple branches off the mm-hmm. uh, off the lawn. Yep. My eyes were, were feeling it. My throat was feeling it. I'm feeling it now. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it like right now in my throat, I can feel uh, that pollen. And I think this is exactly what, what happened yesterday is we were feeling the ramifications of that, of that cold front, moving all of that pollen across the entire state to cover us in pollen. And the only thing that's going to get rid of this
1: is a good downpour. Okay, which we're supposed to get now. Thirty percent, a little bit later this afternoon.
0: I'm no meteorologist. I'm no weather guy. You know, I'm not Adam Stremko. I'm not uh, uh, Jenna Brown. I'm not even uh, Dan Brown. I'm none of the Browns. I'm just a guy who is looking on the internet, and I'm telling you, thirty percent's not going to be enough. We need something to 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 wash mm-hmm. us down. I cannot believe how much pollen there is on my on my car this morning had to do it all over again that stuff is still flying in the air so if you're going through like a through a through a pollen attack or an attack of allergies now you know why
1: it's it's this kind of foolishness we were victimized by a haboob that's what i saw a haboob haboob this which was- is i guess some sort of word that describes a dust storm it uh, describes a uh, a kind
0: of storm uh, seen often in deserts, mm-hmm. uh, a
1: haboob. Haboob. I was not aware of a haboob until this very day. Well, it also said it came along. I'm looking here now that you're talking about this. It came with a severe temperature drop as well. Yeah. Well, that's, that's what it was clinging on to. 20 degrees in a matter of minutes, it says. Yeah. Wow. They even showed
0: online, and this is really, this is really f- whacked. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a Doppler radar readout where you can see this thin line of green going from I'd say as far north as Leminster mm-hmm. all the way down into Rhode Island through Woonsocket and Pawtucket and Providence, and you know heading towards heading towards Western Mass, heading towards. You know Webster and Oxford and and uh, and Southbridge and into Connecticut. Well, maybe it's this is a long line of pollen that didn't just
1: dissipate at the uh, you know, yeah. at Worcester. Well, maybe this explains why the Red Sox lost to Cincinnati two to one yesterday at Fenway. You know they were victimized by the haboob during the game. You know what? I wouldn't be surprised if we all felt uh, the effects of the haboob. It says it says here in Boston temperature stri- This is amazing to me. Temperatures dropped from 82 degrees to 63 degrees in 10 minutes' time. Yeah, 10 minutes. Yeah, from 8:40 in the morning to 8:50 yesterday morning, a nearly 20 degree temperature drop. And and the pollen stuck to the cold front. Yeah, again, this
0: is all coming from Maine.
1: Stuck, right? it stuck to the
0: warm front and pushed everything hmm. westward. So you have all this pollen from you know the furthest parts east, heading west. Mm-hmm. That had to go somewhere, and it didn't just jump over us to get to New York State. Mm-hmm. Although I wouldn't have minded that, right? But this this uh, this allergy season is particularly awful, uh, really, really bad. So um, while I have not uh, completely mowed my lawn yet, mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's rain in the forecast, and I I may be living in a jungle by the end of the week, right? Um, I'd still rather have
1: long grass than be unable to breathe. Well, you, you have an excuse to stay inside for the rest of the day. Then I, if, that's my plan, if, especially if it doesn't rain. Especially if we don't get that thirty percent chance of rain delivery. Yeah. I mean, I, you've got a, a built-in. Oh, honey, I I can't I can't, can't, can't go out and mow the lawn. I'm worried about the haboob. Yes, who isn't? I I
0: would be worried too. I am. Uh, my doctor says I am haboob resistant and cannot go
1: outside to mow the lawn or to weed whack. Of all the dangerous meteorological phenomenon, I would say hurricanes and tornadoes. Yes. But haboobs. Pollen haboobs. That would be third, right behind those things. I mean, maybe mudslides. I think if I lived in California, I think I'd be scared of those. Earthquakes, certainly, I would be scared of those. But I don't think that's meteorological in nature. Yeah, Forest fires,
0: I'm not real happy about either. Yeah, right. but I've never felt the, uh, I've never felt an haboob before. Really? What? You... No, I've never, never reached up and, and caressed one of those. <laughs> now, now would be the time. Now would be the time to know an haboob is right there with me. If you're going to feel a haboob. Yeah, yeah now I don't I don't want to be knocked over by an haboob and I be see, unable to breathe.
1: I say age 56 is the time to explore that, maybe. Is that how old you are? <laughs> I'll be 56 in September. Okay, well, before your 56th birthday, you definitely want to feel a- an haboob.
0: If Just I, saying. If I never, if I never experienced a haboob a day in my life, I'd almost be okay with that. <laughs> Curiosity has got the best of me, of course, but nevertheless, if we could avoid a pollen haboob, right, uh, that would be fine. Why couldn't be ha- a an haboob that's pushing other things? Mm. That uh, uh, like an, uh, a haboob with another agenda.
1: By the way, Haboob sounds like something that you might get at the, um, what's the restaurant in downtown Springfield that I love so much there? Uh, Nadeem's? Yes. Nadim should offer some sort of Haboob special this month. Well,
0: I, you know, I've, I've been up and down that menu many, many times (laughs) and, Nadim's uh, Nadeem's a friend, but I don't, uh, I don't have never seen a special, oh, would you like the uh, the haboob this week?
1: That's what I'm saying. You it is take delicious.
0: To take advantage of this meteorological phenomenon right now and offer something up for yeah. this month. Yes, an order haboobs and uh, a, a round of hamachos for everybody as well. <laughs> orange haboob? Orange haboob? <laughs> Three orange haboobs. Orange haboobs all around. But I'm telling you, man. It, when when you see a story like this and mm-hmm. you wonder why, you wonder why your eyes are are, are closed and you're yep. coughing and you're hacking and you're sneezing. Yep. Now you know why. It ain't COVID. It ain't COVID. Okay. It's those. <laughs> friggin' bastards in Maine. All right. Well, blame, responsible. blame it on the maniacs. It's two uh, Springfields Classic Rockets, 724, and Jimi Hendrix with back Steve and Dave on Rock 102.
1: Low 60s right now. We're heading up to highs of about 70 today here in Western Mass. About a 30% chance of some showers later on today. No chance of a pollen haboob, at least not in the forecast, although who knows? One could kick up just like it did yesterday.
0: I, uh, again, uh, every weather calamity I I feel like
1: I've been through, Mm -hmm. uh,
0: I'm all set with. I never really considered uh, being a part of a haboob.
1: Well, I'm doing some research on haboobs here, and according to Wikipedia, the global dust storms on Mars have been compared to Earth-like haboobs. And not only that, there are other names for haboobs, too. Really? Also known as a bora. Okay, or a Kamsin, Uh-huh. or a Mistral, sometimes known as a Simum, or a Shiroko. I think I like Haboo better. I do too. It flows off the tongue just a little bit more. By far the best name, apparently also known as Dust Devils. All right, dust devil is okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, that but, is that's fine. But, but also think, the name of a vacuum, so you don't want that.
0: Well, that's a dirt devil. Oh, you're right. That's a dirt devil. What do I but think I think dust devil. But I think you know, placed in a side by side comparison, mm-hmm. Haboob wins every time. Yeah, I think
1: better than Shiroko's Samoom's, or Kamsin's.
0: Y- yes. Yeah, I yeah. would agree. I uh, absolutely agree. Hey, if uh, you missed any part of the uh, the Back Steven Dave Show, check out the daily podcast that goes up uh, later on this morning. Without all those annoying commercials or uh, songs, and you can listen to it whenever you're damn well ready for it. That doesn't have to be on our uh, our timetable. Listen through it on your phone, your smart speaker, uh, your uh, your laptop, what have you. Also, check out Backstreet's musical podcast. My guest this week is John Caffiero from the uh, the punk rock supergroup Osaka Pop Star. This is a band that's included people from uh, over the years, from the Smithereens, to Roxy mm-hmm. Music, to Sparks. Uh, to the Misfits, to the Ramones, and many, many others. He is also the manager of the Misfits and the manager of the estate for the late D.D. Ramone of the Ramones. Actually, a really interesting guy, and uh, you'll be able to hear that on uh, rock102.com. And I got one coming up uh, next week that I'm also pretty jacked up about.
1: Well, you said that this one guy was involved in the Smithereens. I love that band from the 1980s. Yes. Uh, Pat Denisio, is that the guy's name? Pat uh, D'Inizio died a few years yes. ago. Yes, But the person who has replaced him in a
0: lot of shows mm-hmm. is marshall crenshaw oh yeah and marshall sure. crenshaw i talked to several months ago you can sh- listen to uh, that podcast interview too so i had sort of a minor hit with someday some way i think right
1: marshall crenshaw
0: he's got one of these careers which is uh, always flabbergasting mm-hmm. because the guy has written so many amazing songs mm-hmm. that are better than someday some way right like a lot better mm-hmm. and for whatever reason he hasn't sold that many records during right. his career, but his music is outstanding. And that happens a lot more than people realize. So if you hear an interview, like a, the guy's name is, I don't know that guy, or hey, he's a one-hit wonder. If you dig down deep a little bit, you find some real, real significant gems in his catalog. Uh,
1: Pat DiNizio from Smithereens, who you, you talked about passing away recently, he was an interesting guy. He was a politician, and also I think he was a baseball star who tried out for a minor league team in his mid 50s before he passed away
0: yeah he was um he was a little he'd gotten overweight mm-hmm. and uh was very sickly towards yeah, the end and, yeah. and died unfortunately very young but yeah this 731 thirty one we're back Stephen, dave on rock 102 it's time for news brought to you by yankee home improvement mention rock 102 and save 2500 off the cost of labor during yankee homes thank you america sale going on through the 4th of July. Call Yankee Home and mention Rock 102 all month long. It's
1: time for news. Here's Dave Coombs. So, Bax, it may be time to take your advice and unleash the zoo animals at Forest Park. A person injured in a shooting in the Forest Park section of the city Tuesday night. The male victim taken to Bay State Medical Center. Doctors report he's in stable condition, according to Ryan Walsh, the Springfield Police spokesman. Police responding to the shot spotter activation about 820 on Ventura Street. Locating the victim nearby. This, of course, follows other shootings in the area: the Saga VIP Lounge and another one on Grattan Street in Chicopee recently as well. As summer's heating up, so is the crime.
0: Well, I don't know if uh, you know releasing the animals uh, you know helps in every situation. I mean, you know, Ventura Street is a little bit off the actual park itself. It's like yeah. you know, Forest Park. I wouldn't want the animals going through the neighborhood. Yeah, I'd want them in the park. That's why I said. If you release the animals in the park, anyone causing problems within the park sure. is going to learn their lesson. But as opposed to, you say, let's say you had uh, some sort of uh, uh, dust up on uh, Leicester Street or uh, Lindale Street or uh, any of the other streets in the uh, in the neighborhood,
1: you know, I wouldn't want to cause a problem. I was riding my bicycle through Forest Park yesterday, but I'm always on the lookout for things. That are a little bit awry, and I saw one guy being filmed by his friends pretending to hump a tree right there in Forest Park. Interesting. Riding my bike right past as it was happening, by the way. And we were worried about a woman who fell in love with a plane. By exactly. the way, I found pictures of her. Hmm. Uh, someone sent me pictures of her. Yeah? The, wo- the woman that we talked about uh, as the mass hat last hour? I think the plane can do better. Really? Yes. So you th- you think the plane's more attractive than the woman? Without question hmm.
0: now and I'm I'm not one to have any sort of feelings one way or another right. for any plane right. or form of transportation sure. whether it be trains mm-hmm. a, a bus mm-hmm. or a, a car right um, but you know if I had to pick and
1: choose which one was more attractive in this situation it's the plane all right I'm gonna have to go check out the photos myself and perhaps we should post them in rock 102 the, the plane can find other people okay. to love, Yeah, this woman may not have as many options. Wow. That's sad for her. It is. It is. Springfield City Council President Marcus Williams had his press conference yesterday. We told you about this yesterday on the show. He got together there at noon with some folks to make his announcement he was stepping down as Springfield City Council President to pursue an opportunity with the Amherst-based Proteus Fund, which is a national philanthropic organization that supports issues of social justice. And according to Mr. Williams, as manager of donor services for the Proteus Fund, his job will be fully virtual. He can do it from any location in the world. Good for him. Giving him some flexibility for his future. Listen,
0: Springfield City City Council sounds good in a resume. Springfield City Council president sounds even better. Mm -hmm. If you've got it on your resume already, and you're not really feeling uh, the job itself Mm -hmm. and you got an opportunity to do something else guess what that still stays on your resume that's never going to be taken off and the longer you stick around in local politics ah, the uglier it can get for you whereas uh he leaves on his own accord uh walks out of there like a man Mm -hmm. and jesse letterman gets to be the guy who is elevated to city council president—a guy who we've had in here
1: since he was 15 years old—and that's that, no exaggeration. Now, was he already on the city council as well, and he just gets elevated to president, and they'll still have yeah. to replace somebody. They'll need a new body as a council member he, as well. He
0: is on the city council. Okay, has been for a while. Okay, and uh, is doing a bang-up job over there, as you would expect—a very capable young man—and uh, doing the uh, doing the job that uh, has. That has been done
1: by so many others. All right, so they'll still need another body then. Now that he because the, well, you know, Marcus I mean, Williams leaves, and they need somebody to replace him on the board itself. I don't know if there's going to be a special election hmm. at this point. I don't. I don't believe there will. Well, be. Well, you have to have the right number of people on a board like that, right? Yeah, so but, similar but to Springfield something.
0: used to operate with me, with much less. Okay, much. I don't remember exactly when we went from. I think it was like a six member uh.
1: Well it has to be an odd number, to 12, doesn't it?
0: Doesn't it have to, I don't even know. Has
1: to be an odd number for voting procedures, doesn't it? Yeah, I think so. Okay. But, but but nevertheless. Okay. Uh yeah. Good good for good for both of them. Good for both those guys. Some thirty-five opponents of a proposed natural gas pipeline through Springfield and Longmeadow took to the steps of City Hall yesterday to call for the project to be scrapped. Demonstrators holding signs, reading quote. Stop the toxic pipeline. Bunch of speakers calling for the 35 to $45 million pipeline to be discontinued immediately. Eversource is behind the pipeline. Mm. And the opponents are calling it potentially dangerous to the environment. Ultimately, a cost that Eversource customers will bear, according to the folks who disputed this yesterday. The rally was organized by the Springfield Climate Justice Coalition and the Longmeadow Pipeline Awareness Group. Well, you know, if you have a
0: $2.3 million home in Longmeadow, uh, the last thing you want to see from your back window is a pipeline Mm -hmm. running at the edge of your property to bring uh, costly fuel to the many people who need it the most. That's the last thing you want to see.
1: Well, if it's a buried pipeline, I mean, yes, certainly during the construction phase, you're going to see this thing taking place, but sure. when it's buried, it's out of sight out of mind, right? I know, but if it if it means that the butlers have to uh, uh, or or the guard or the
0: groundskeepers have to work around that kind of construction project when you have say I don't know, a $1000 dinner pl- you know, a $1000 a plate uh, fundraiser going on in your backyard mm. with all the gazebos and what have you. Okay, so those are the kinds of things that uh, you know. I'm not sure that any homeowner in Longmeadow is willing to to uh,
1: to put up with. Well, despite the protests, Eversource says the pipeline is necessary to improve the reliability of the natural gas system in Greater Springfield, which includes Longmeadow, and this is for about fifty eight thousand existing natural gas customers. The pipeline would run near the Wolf Swamp Elementary School in Longmeadow and would cut through the Forest Park neighborhood and parts of downtown Springfield as well. <laughs> you
0: Listen, you can do what you want, but uh, the folks around the Wolf Swamp School are not going to put up with this. Maybe if there's a way to move the pipeline around the town of, Spring, uh, mm-hmm. of uh, Longmeadow. Right. You know, not
1: through Longmeadow, but around it. And wouldn't that wolf swamp area be nearby the Twin Hills Country Club as well? Yes. Yes. And so I'm envisioning a picture out of Caddyshack where you know some of the groundskeepers there at Twin Hills are attempting to go after a gopher, and they hit some sort of gas main line. Exactly. An explosion could occur. Golfers could be.
0: And the forced- only thing to douse those flames would be fire trucks and the songs of Kenny Loggins.
1: <laughs> sure. Hey, that sounds like something that would be fun for the neighborhood. Hey, when it comes to getting high, it seems that the type of marijuana users consume doesn't matter. A chemical analysis of marijuana products suggests the labeling is not consistent with the actual drug you're looking to buy. Now, this is a problem here in Massachusetts and elsewhere. And a team from the University of Colorado Boulder saying that cannabis strains categorized as indica, sativa, sativa, or hybrid may be misleading customers. The findings suggest that the labeling system is not an effective or safe way to provide information about the products. So they're concerned about familiar brands such as, quote, Girl Scout Cookies, or Gorilla Glue, Mm. or Blue Dream Cannabis. The labels may be giving the impression that buying a particular brand will give you the same result every time. And according to folks that are interested in regulating this kind of stuff, there's a huge problem with all these labels. Now, it's something that I guess you and I don't worry about. Steve, on the other hand, would probably worry about this since he is a gummy user from time to time.
0: Well, I mean, I don't want to say, I I don't want to put myself out there and say uh, no, but you know, like like in any consumer exchange, Mm -hmm. you want to be sure of what you're getting. And if if the labeling is wrong, well, then you got to call the Better Business Bureau. Sure. And the Better Business Bureau, I'm not sure, has uh, much to do with the cannabis industry. Unless unless they're doing things that I don't know.
1: Especially the Girl Scout cookies or the Gorilla Glue cannabis. You Mm. could understand where there'd be some confusion. Sure. I do love Girl Scout cookies, though. Yeah. And how much do we love our coffee in the morning? I like it a lot. Me too. Researchers in China studying more... Than 170,000 people over seven years finding that the moderate consumption of coffee associated with the lower risk for death. Now, it's not the first time we've seen these kind of statistics. The difference is they found that people who consume coffee with sugar live longer as well. The average, people, the average age of the people in the study, 56 years old. At the beginning, all the participants were healthy without any known cardiovascular disease or cancer. The people who drank one and a half to three and a half cups of unsweetened coffee were regularly 15 to 21 percent less likely to die. But the people who drank lightly sweetened coffee every day mm-hmm. were 29 to 31 percent less likely to die, according to this study. So, according to this study, lightly sweetened coffee with sugar apparently gives you better longevity. Now, do you have co- Do you have sugar in your I, coffee? I don't put
0: any sugar in my coffee. I do. I, I have- no. I I put the uh, I, I just put milk or cream. Now I'm, I'm going to guess you're the kind of guy because I'm and again it's just <laughs> go ahead. Just speculating. Go ahead. I'm ready you for you. S- you seem like the kind of guy that
1: puts like a minimum of seven packets of sugar in your in your coffee. Not true. I have a. C- cream that's i think chobani based that's that yogurt company and it's a cream flavored concoction that has some sugar in it uh-huh and i put enough in to you know to look like it's a normal cup of coffee so it has whatever it has the few droplets of cream that i put on there that has sugar inside it I comes inside my coffee i don't think it's 7 to 8 packets of sugar worth I was getting sucked into this, uh, thing
0: online on the TikToks. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was like one of these, uh, sponsored things that said, uh, you know, rather than coffee, which, uh, you know, makes you jittery and anxious and it doesn't really, uh, you know, liven you up. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were suggesting this product that was basically made out of mushrooms okay. rather than coffee. Okay. And it's you know you make it kind of the same way and mm-hmm. and it you know uh, it, it's coffee wa- it's it's a it's it's a mushroom water mm-hmm. yeah. and uh, the 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 well yeah well <laughs> the the brand name's even more delicious they yeah. call it mud water okay so uh, so I'm yeah, I'm curious like anything else I mean mm-hmm. I drink my uh, my share of coffee and I <laughs> know it's not perfect for me to be drinking as much. Uh, All 36 cups of coffee like I do every day. Mm -hmm. But uh, so I go and investigate. Well, what does the mushroom coffee go for? Mm -hmm. How much is this going to set me back? And I saw the price and I said, well, that's it. Uh, I'm never going to do that. (laughs) How much? $45. And I'm like, "Ah, no,
1: no. Yeah, you had me on an alternative, but you lost me on the price. Yes, no doubt about it. 744 on Bax, Steve, and Dave at Rock 102. Now hear this coming up next, a great play by a fan at a baseball stadium and a couple of pieces of local audio you'll need to hear. And now hear this. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 749. And Aerosmith
0: will walk this way on Rock 102.
1: Yeah, we're going to have highs of about 70 for today. 30% chance of afternoon showers and uh, 0% chance of haboobs later today, which would be those dust storms perhaps carrying pollen like the ones that invaded eastern mass yesterday. But according to Bax, also we're here. Be careful of a very large set of nasty (laughs) haboobs. It's 749 on Back, Steve, and Dave. By the way, Steve will return tomorrow. He's apparently chaperoning some kids on a trip to Plymouth Rock. Yeah. Whew, man,
0: that's exciting
2: stuff. Can't wait to hear about that tomorrow, oh, the right? stories. Yes. Now hear this. Now hear this. I'm sorry to hear that. Good neck noise, dude. Hear ye, hear ye, hear ye. Now hear this on Rock 102 with Back, Steve, and Dave in the Morning.
1: Clip number one. Yes. All about a groundbreaking and ribbon cutting ceremony in Wilbraham for a new brewery slash restaurant. So it's a partnership between Scantic River Brewing Company and a local restaurant in Wilbraham. Here's Chris Pizzano from Western Mass News with the report. The brewery will also partner with Pufami, Bufumi. an Italian restaurant in Wilbraham.
0: The spot will have outdoor seating for both the brewery and Pufumis. Pafumi. Cantic River Brewing is owned by David Avery and Dave Buell of Hampton. Pufumi' is owned by Pafumi. Mark Pufumi Pafumi. The name of the restaurant
1: is Pufumis. Not Pafamis. Yes. It's spelled incorrectly on the Western Mass News Report and obviously mispronounced by Chris Pisano and thereby mispronounced by me this morning in the 6 o'clock newscast here on Rock 102. It's not Pafamis. It's Pufumis. It's P-A-F instead of P-U-F. They make a fine pie over there. Okay. Pafumis. All right. Not Pafamis. Pafumis. Very good. I stand corrected and maybe Chris Pisano, if he's listening in, stands well, corrected I think, as well.
0: I think Chris Pisano owns uh, Os a uh, a note, a handwritten note of apology. Or is it Chris Pisano? No, no. Uh,
1: don't you start. It's Pisano <laughs> okay. and Perfumi. Gotcha. Stand corrected. As long as we're doing local sound, a Springfield EMT Accomplished her lifelong dream of performing on the TV show, So You Think You Can Dance. Zayisha Knighton talked about it with Western Mass News.
2: I like to think of dance as like my escape, you know, a lot going on mentally. So that's like kind of my release.
1: Zaisha Knighton is 19 years old. She's an EMT. She's studying at Bay Path and she's also a member of the military. And she completed the first part of of So You Think You Can Dance and she's headed back to LA for the second round. That's awesome. So you can catch her progress on Fox 6 tonight and every Wednesday night with So You Think You Can Dance. You know, I wish I could dance.
0: I just can't. I can't I can't uh, dance without really feeling self-conscious and
1: stupid. Right. I know I can't dance. It has nothing to do with thinking or anything otherwise. I know I can't. I know I've been horrible at it I for know. years. And so I don't even try. In fact, at my son's wedding, and I talked about that recently, I didn't get up and dance at all because I didn't want to offend anybody. You're worried about your dancing offending people? Yes. Similar to Elaine on Seinfeld. You're like, like, a, no, like a dry heave set to music. Yes. I would only ruin the whole mood. And I know it. And I know it. Wow. So you just don't do something that you're that bad at. We have to do a disco night. <laughs> all right. Well, I suppose. I must see this in action. Clip number three a thousand musicians assembling in paris to pay tribute to a specific artist here's the clip Hero from Foo Fighters.
0: You got a thousand musicians. You imagine me, like the one guy that has never heard this song and keeps screwing it up. Do you think you'd even notice?
1: Do you think it'd even notice if it was one guy screwing up among a thousand? There could have been. Well, no- let's say you're let's say
0: you're a drummer and you <laughs> have no sense of time, right? And uh, you start playing, and your lack of time uh, affects everybody around you. So yep. yeah, I mean, you could theoretically
1: uh, destroy everything going on. It only takes one guy. The one thousand musicians assembling in Paris, obviously, to pay tribute to the late Foo Fighters drummer Taylor Hawkins, mm, that's who passed very, away that's recently, cool. and that was pretty cool, right? Yeah. Another clip here from a baseball game recently where a fan at Angels Stadium in Anaheim made a notable catch of a foul ball.
2: Hit well, but foul. Did you think there was any chance as a fan who made a play? (laughs) You were going to get a baseball there. Brought his glove, right? Or did he get it barehanded? Yes.
1: Oh. Oh, what a play. Oh, nice. And he didn't lose the two Medellos. How about that? He held on to the two beers. Yeah, that's uh that takes some serious talent right there. <laughs> While snagging a foul ball with his bare hands. Sign that dude up. For sure. Yeah. The Red Sox could use him right now.
0: Hey, uh, tomorrow is a uh is a Thunderbird Thursday. I believe Tommy Cross will be joining us yes. as they get set for that uh series against Laval. Uh we have tickets. For uh for their game on Saturday uh a four pack of uh, tickets to see the Thunderbirds take on La- the Laval rocket yes I think it is yes it is so 10th caller right now 293 1021 Thunderbird tickets will be in your hands in just a few moments it's 756 with back Stephen David Rock
1: just about 8 o'clock on Rock 102, weather for today.
0: So I was so busy trying to get the uh, the winner's information. By the yes. way, congratulations to, uh, to Joe DeRocher of uh, Chick-A-B. He's won those tickets to see uh, the Springfield Thunderbirds on Saturday take on Laval.
1: And we'll get to the Springfield Thunderbirds in a moment here as part of the 102-second sports. First, the weather. Highs of about 70 today with a 30% chance of rain this afternoon. The weather is brought to you by serve you locksmiths they got a key for that st james avenue springfield or serve dot com here's your 102 second sports on rock 102 might as well start with your springfield thunderbirds Taking on the Laval Rocket this Saturday and Sunday at the Mass Mutual Center, games one and two of the Eastern Conference Finals. Meantime, in NHL playoff action last night, Colorado over Edmonton, eight to six. The Lanch are up one nothing in the Western Conference Finals of the NHL playoffs. In the NBA Finals, the Celtics and Warriors will start their series tomorrow night in. San Francisco, or Oakland, I guess I should say, the Bay Area of California, all set for games one and three tomorrow, and Sunday, game three of the NBA Finals back in Boston a week from today. In baseball, the Reds beat the Red Sox two to one. The Sox will host Cincinnati again tonight. Also, In high school baseball, Josh Mayo allowing two hits and one run while striking out four to lead Westfield past West Springfield 2-1. The Bombers claiming their first regional crown since 2013. And congrats to Hampshire's softball team. They beat Wakona 4-3 in the Western Mass Class B Championship of softball. Tennis at the quarterfinals of the French Open, Rafael Nadal got past Novak Djokovic in four sets. And in golf, you know, they've got that Saudi-based LIV Golf Invitational Series. The first will be played next month outside of London. And some stars are already involved in the field. Dustin Johnson, Sergio Garcia, Louis Oosthuizen, Ian Poulter, and Lee Westwood, among those who are included. But no Phil Mickelson, even though he's rumored to be in that field. Not yet. And by the way, the U.S. Open will be played just down... The Pike in Brookline in a couple of weeks. And Danny Woodhead, the former Patriots running back, is still vying for his chance to qualify for the Open. He's set for a 36-hole qualifier in Ohio later this week if he survives that woodhead would be on to the u.s open which starts june 16th in brookline and by the way woodhead has been joking he might ask bill belichick to caddy for him now that would be something to watch that's it for your 102 second sports coming up next a $150,000 bet on a baseball team Bax has the details straight ahead in his view from the couch on rock 102 at dave minor exterior home improvements a great reputation is built with every new roof For 40 years, homeowners have saved thousands of dollars by entrusting Dave Miner with their roofing needs, offering premium roofing products with the best warranties in the industry. All roofing materials are not the same, and all roofing contractors are not the same. Dave Miner is also a skylight specialist offering Velux skylights. Choose wisely, choose
2: Dave Miner. Find them on- And now, Bax's view from the couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your neighborhood paint store.
0: Hey, good morning sports fans. How the heck are you? You know, at some point, the Massachusetts state's legislature will get on the stick and pass some sort of bill that will allow degenerate gamblers such as yourselves to the opportunity to place bets on sporting events. Oh, it'll happen. And when it does, you'll be able to lose your shirts and life savings with the same speed and enthusiasm as other people do in 30 other states around the country. But until that happens, you're just going to have to wait. That way you can fall into the same seductive trap that this idiot fell into just this week. According to reports, an unidentified better in Biloxi, Mississippi, placed a bet at an area casino for the L.A. Dodgers to cover the two and a half point spread last night against the Pittsburgh Pirates. Now, that may not seem like such a big deal, except whoever this person was is said to have bet uh, a reported $150,000 on the Dodgers. Now, I don't know about you. But I don't have $150,000 at my immediate disposal, and if I did, I wouldn't be betting on something like this. So the idea of blowing all that money on a single wager doesn't really appeal to me. Although, if things had worked out, then this dude would have netted an alleged payday of $130,000. But that, of course, assumes that the Dodgers would win by at least three or more runs. Well, guess what? The Dodgers lost to the Pittsburgh Pirates by a score of 5-3. to That means whoever was stupid enough to bet $150,000 on a single non-divisional regular season baseball game just lost themselves $150,000. Folks, I would be financially devastated if I lost $15 on a bet that stupid. You see, this is not only part of the problem that you have with sports gambling. It doesn't take very much to turn a reasonably intelligent person and transform, into a, uh, transform them into a largely irrational idiot. An idiot, just as uh, is, is, just like the dope that dropped $150,000 for the Dodgers to cover a point spread when they could not. But that has uh, that's gotta feel really stupid, and you know why? Because it is. Listen, I'd rather have you lose your shirt in a casino than have your kneecap smashed to pieces by a tire iron, but I prefer not putting myself in that sort of position in the first place. Call me crazy, but even I could have told you that was a stupid bet, and as it turns out, I might have been right. But hey, another of my yappin' sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. You really want to say Happy Father's Day? Say it with Power Tools. Go to Rockies. Tons of Power Tool deals. All in the sales flyer, which you'll find in the store, on the app, or at rockies.com. I'm back. So that's my view from the
2: couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic, Classic. Rock.
0: Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 810. And Queenwood, David Bowie, and under pressure. We're back, Stephen Dave on Rock 102.
1: So we're going to have highs of about 70 for today and... Rain this afternoon at a 30% chance, and we need it to get rid of all the pollen that we apparently <laughs> were subject the to yesterday. The pollen haboob is out there, and it's just swinging over our heads. Yes, well, so you say. I didn't notice it yesterday, but apparently it was coming from Eastern Mass. And If you saw a giant haboob
0: of that size <laughs> mm-hmm. that could cover up a good part of the state of Massachusetts, I would think you'd notice. I wouldn't
1: forget it. No, you would not. I'm looking at Lifehacker here, and they have something called the Seven Deadly Sins of Friendship. It's kind of interesting. Uh-huh. How many, how many good friends do you have? Like, for me, I've really got my best buddy, who goes all the way back to college years, so we've been friends for like 45 years, this guy and I. And I've got, I think, probably another, oh, I don't know, dozen pretty good friends that I golf with on a regular occasion, right. regular... Uh, t- t- t-
0: I've got, um, I got some friends that, uh, I, I mean, I've got a good deal of friends, but uh, I've had a group of, of close friends that I've had since, uh, I want to say, well, certainly since high school. One of them, you know, we became friends in sixth grade, and another one, uh, we were friends in kindergarten, and those friendships
1: have continued even to today. Now, I wonder if... Your friendships are affected by the, quote, seven deadly sins of friendship, according to Lifehacker. Okay. Being too clingy is one of them. Do you have any clingy friends? I don't.
0: Um,
1: I might be the clingy friend, actually. I don't know.
0: I can see you being like a barnacle (laughs) on the bottom of a fishing boat. Um,
1: No, I mean, I've
0: I've had some friends along the way that have uh, kind of used me as Mm -hmm. a an all-night eardrum like a like a therapist yes. almost
1: do any of them listen to the radio and win prizes on occasion from Rock 102 and from other radio stations in our group N- um no okay. i don't i don't <laughs> believe any of them are local at least you don't consider them friends uh, no maybe they do you being too clingy is one of the seven deadly sins of friendship according to life hacker here's another one having an ulterior motive to the friendship in other words people pretending to be a friend for one reason when in essence they're really your friend for another reason i try
0: to be pretty clear about that but you know if if someone's really a manipulative little jerk sometimes Mm -hmm. uh, you don't even know that 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 there's a ulterior motive but i don't uh, i don't like that kind of thing i mean I i don't you know if if you're, if you're in the close inner sanctum mm-hmm. of my world, it's yeah. usually you've passed that
1: test. Yeah, I would think that's probably correct. But, again, there are levels of friendship that we've talked about. The good, good, really good friends. And then sort of the friends in quotation marks. We're not even talking about the people on Facebook. Here's another one of the seven deadly sins of friendship, according to Lifehacker, being too competitive. Now, I had an ex-wife who was like this. Mm-hmm real competitive in everything like whether it was an argument or a discussion or a game of scrabble or a game of words with friends had to win every time see i'm not that way either i mean i'm
0: not uh, i'm not particularly uh competitive mm-hmm. you, know, you know to me it's like a it's like a lot of wasted energy you know i'd rather just have fun right than uh you know then try to you know bash your brains in. I don't, I don't find much fun in that.
1: Well, I got all my competition out when I played sports earlier. So I'm like, I'm all com- competitioned out at yeah. this point. And when I was a coach, a youth coach for my son, even though I had played pro soccer, I wasn't the kind of coach who was a hard ass who insisted that the kids win at all costs. I was like, hey. Throw the ball out there. Let's have fun. Yeah. It was the other parents, by the way, who were too competitive, I found. You know what uh, has killed my
0: competitive drive? Mm. You know how they always say, well, you want to put 110% into everything you do? I usually uh, top off at like 75%, 80%. Mm -hmm. I I keep going until I get tired. Mm -hmm. And then I got to go lie down. Uh So I never, I don't, I'm I'm not a good closer. Okay. Let's put it that way when it comes to things that uh, require a certain level of competition. Coffee's for closers only. Yes, that's right.
1: Here's another one of the seven deadly sins of friendship, according to Life Hacker. We've already been through three. Here's number four. Teasing or insulting banter. Now, the same ex-wife who was competitive was also, in my opinion, guilty of this one, using way too much sarcasm to the point where you couldn't tell if they were kidding or not. What's the matter, Dave? Don't like sarcasm? I think it can be... Very funny, but I think it can also be a double-edged sword. Oh, really? A counselor that we saw said that sarcasm, apparently the root word was some Greek word that meant the tearing of the flesh. Sarcasm. Hmm. Did not know that. you got to be careful about the amount of sarcasm you use. And if you have a friend who's using too much, it can be a bad sign. Well, I don't know if you've ever noticed this about me, but I can occasionally be a pretty good
0: ball buster. And the
1: same thing is the case with my golf buddies. Sure. I Um, I, I like that.
0: I like that. But I I like to think that I'm empathic enough to know when enough is enough. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not going to get to you. Like, I'm not going to go right to your core. There are certain things that I... Like, let's just say, for example, I were going to bust your balls in a public setting. Say like a radio show, for okay. example.
1: Like, yeah, you'd pick something. Yeah, yeah. Let's say I was
0: going to focus on something about your personality.
1: Like what? Well, I mean, I just, I just it's hypothetical.
0: <laughs> um, I, I would not feel any kind of, uh, I, I don't know. I would not feel good if I made you cry. Right. But I'm probably perfectly capable of doing that. But that- I would not feel any sort of. Pride, in, in reducing you to a quivering
1: puddle of tears. Now that sounds like a challenge to me. By the
0: way, it does. But I'm not competitive enough to make
1: that happen. Do you see how it ups, uh-huh. it's all connected? I do. I'm connecting all the dots here. I do. All right, but I'd still like to maybe take that challenge someday. Make me cry on the air. Oh, okay, because I've never cried on it the. It sounds. Air it sounds good, <laughs> but I'm 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 not going to do that to you. All right, here's another one of the seven deadly sins of friendship using your friend as your therapist it has been more historically accurate
0: to have been the therapists the, the therapist for many of my friends mm-hmm. I, I as a uh, notorious people pleaser I have uh sometimes uh had that wounded bird mm-hmm. syndrome like yeah. you, know, you see the wounded bird you right. just feel like you got to pick it up and and uh, try to uh, nurse it back to health. Yes, that's happened a lot not, over the years.
1: So, friends and relationships, where you look for the wounded bird in your relationship, not so as much well? in, not no. so much
0: in like a romantic relationships, <laughs> not, but in, but in in friendships, most definitely, to the point where there like there have been people who have come up to me. To want to give me their sob, their stupid sob story. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't figure out why of all the people, you know, why are you coming to me? Yeah. And for
1: whatever reason, I get a very trustworthy face. So using your friend as a therapist, seventh, uh, the fifth deadly sin of the seven on the list. Also gossiping too much about them and the one sided friendship. Those are numbers six and seven
0: um yeah i don't like to gossip too much yeah more to, or do like, sometimes I like to hear the gossip just as long as it's not about me right well one of the things that drives me crazy is that is the the one-sided friendship mm-hmm. i know a lot of people uh who uh and, and i and i want to get into too too much of this but uh where friends that uh we have had in the past will only talk about themselves right never engage you in a conversation, and if they ask you about your day, within seconds, they will hijack that conversation to make it about them. I'd much rather be talked with than be talked at. Well, and one of the other... That drives me bananas. Yeah,
1: one of the other things in conjunction with that is the people who will never ask you a question. Like, I've been out on the golf course before with guys will ask you lots of questions about your life and what's going on and stuff that yeah. other people will never ask you a question. You're at a party, you're talking with them, they never ask you a single question. That to me is a huge red flag.
0: We uh, years ago in my in my previous life there were loads of friends that were just like that. Mm-hmm. They were happy to talk about everything going on in their life and had no interest in anything that was going on in yours, right? Even though by comparison, there was a hell of a lot more interesting stuff going on in my life than this person that wouldn't give us the time of day. Gotcha. Well, well,
1: if you have any thoughts on the seven deadly sins of friendship, give us a call. Rock 102. Back Steve and Dave with Georgia Satellites, who ironically are from Georgia. How about that? How about them? And uh, by the way, that song got to number two on the Billboard Hot 100. Kept only from the top spot. By Bon Jovi's Living on a Prayer.
0: I'll be damned Yep, about that. Mm. Uh, coming up uh, a little bit later on this hour, we'll talk to Wesley Jackson, the uh, Executive Director of the South End Community Center. they got a lot of really good uh, summer programs that are coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about how you can help because uh, these things are not cheap to put on, and uh, they're always looking for uh, your assistance at the South End Community Center. So Wesley's coming up uh, around 845, 850 this morning.
1: I talked about this earlier this morning, but it's worth repeating. Disney World has a new roller coaster that's so scary and uh, so violent that apparently the people who ride it need barf bags. That's awesome. Yeah, it's at Epcot. It's the Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind roller coaster. And Disney officials are stationed at the end of the ride to hand out air sickness bags. To customers. The ride officially opened last Friday. And I I can think of no better advertisement than this very story. So the Cosmic Rewind, right? Yes. All right. It rotates 360 degrees and has the first ever, it says, reverse launch on a roller coaster in Disney history. Now, I'm not sure a reverse launch, meaning... So I mean you you go backwards? I guess as okay. opposed to forwards. All right. All right. I got it. All right. All right. So I'm looking
0: at this uh this rea- this video mm-hmm. uh that's on uh, YouTube. YouTube okay. of the Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. Yep. All right, so you're going in, you're going in. Uh you're nothing rewind you're not going in the reverse yet. This is like a four minute video, so I'm not gonna you know recite the whole thing. But right. I wanna see when when the action starts here. Okay. Yeah, yeah now they're going forward. Okay. Okay, and, okay, you go up. All right, hold on a second. This is what it sounds like. Everybody look at your radio. And then... Hopefully
1: we'll hear the barfing occurring as well.
0: This is kind of like Space Mountain a little bit, because it's all indoors, Mm -hmm. where a a good part of it is indoors. Okay. And this is the kind of thing that I can see, like, if you had, like, you, you know, you are prone to seizures. This would probably not be the ride for you.
1: So don't watch Mary Hart on yeah. entertainment tonight because yeah, her between her
0: voice and this ride. Okay. See, I got to See, now I think this thing looks cool, but yeah. I could see if you have uh any level of motion sickness, you're puking the entire you're puking the entire way. Oh yeah. This is pretty bad it's like it's all indoors
1: and it looks like a little uh, like a space thing but i think we should go over to agawam and maybe give out special rock 102 air sickness bags on one of the rides there yeah that and would see.
0: require someone to pay for them
1: yeah i know <laughs> and that's <laughs> yeah and that's where it all
0: falls apart
1: but think of the publicity we'd get handing out rock 102 barf bags nine to three 831
0: We're back, Stephen, Dave, on Rock 102. It's time for news, brought to you by Gary Rome. Hyundai, Gary Rome will pay you more for your car, whether you trade it or not. It's time for news. Here's Dave Coombs.
1: Yesterday at this time, he told you about the press conference for Marcus Williams, the Springfield City Council president, who was going to tell us all about his new career. Well, we found out at noon yesterday... As Marcus Williams announced, he's stepping down to pursue an opportunity with Amherst-based Proteus Fund. It's a national philanthropic organization that supports issues of social justice. Williams saying in his press conference that as manager of donor services, he'll be able to do his job from any location in the world. So the idea that it's fully virtual, just one of the many perks for Marcus Williams moving forward.
0: And uh, Jesse Letterman... Is going to become the new city council president. Now, like I said uh, earlier, we've known that kid, that guy, since he was a kid. Literally, you know, he's literally involved in in uh, in politics since he was in high school.
1: Really cool, good for him. We also in sports talked about the Westfield's baseball crown beating number two West Springfield two one yesterday. The Bombers claiming their first regional crown since 2013 in baseball, but not the only honor for Westfield High. The Westfield High School Choir has returned from the National Music in the Parks Hershey Park Festival in Pennsylvania. They got near-perfect scores and first-place trophies in men's choir, in mixed choir, Hmm. in women's choir, and in show choir. That's awesome. Yeah. Also, an award for Outstanding accompanist Shane McCarthy, and the overall Outstanding Choir Award. How about that? That's pretty cool. You know, I joined my high school choir to meet
0: girls. Yeah, uh, and it worked great. I met a lot of girls. Mm-hmm. All of them rejected me, but I got a chance to meet them. <laughs> well, congrats. Yeah, it, it didn't have the same end game like I was hoping, but uh, you know, sometimes you got to take that take that leap forward yeah. just just to meet them.
1: Yeah, I, I kind of did the same thing with. Um Musicals in high school, just to meet girls. You really, know, West Side Story and all. Those and here you are, a, a guy says he, uh, he can't even dance. I wasn't a guy; I was a horrible dancer. I could carry a tune, sort of. Yeah. So I was able to qualify for that portion of it. Horrible at dancing, but so West much, Side Story. A lot of dancing there, in West Side Story. There was, and I was horrible at it. back and so it's so. I, I think about this today. So bad at it that I want to go find the girl who was my dancing partner in that production, and apologized to her for being so bad at
0: it. Is there any uh, video evidence of this anywhere? I don't
1: think so. That's a long time ago.
0: Was it where video cameras even available no, back then? Really? No,
1: I mean, I, not that I know of. Maybe somebody took a picture of I have no idea. But I, I do feel really bad about it to this day. Anyway, congratulations to the Westfield High Choir. And by the way, they're not done competing. They're going to be attending the king's dominion and bush gardens festivals in virginia and also every four years they plan a trip to universal studios in florida for national competitions as well that's cool so we'll look forward to seeing how they do meantime a bunch of opponents of a proposed natural gas pipeline through springfield and long meadow taking to the sep- steps of city hall yesterday to call for this project to be scrapped entirely Eversource spending between 35 to $45 million on the pipeline that they feel is necessary to improve the reliability of the flow of natural gas for customers in Greater Springfield. But the opponents say, nope, potentially dangerous to the environment and ultimately a cost, they say, that Eversource customers will have to bear. The pipeline would run through the Wolf Swamp Elementary School in Longmeadow, and mm-hmm. would also cut through the Forest Park neighborhood and parts of downtown Springfield as well. Would any of Longmeadow's streets paved in gold be affected by this? Doesn't say, but if so, maybe only temporarily while they're doing the work. Temporarily? hmm I don't mm-hmm. think so. How are you going to get, how are you, how are you
0: gonna get a, a pipeline from Wolf Swamp to everybody else in, the, in Longmeadow? you got to go right through the gut of town. Well, that's what the demonstrators are saying. <laughs> I'll tell you what, if I'm living in Longmeadow, uh, I, would, I would stage a protest. I would have all of my servants, uh, the gardener, my butler, uh, my driver, we'd all be standing out there with
1: signs and, and yelling out slogans. I couldn't tell who were the homeowners and who were the servants among the demonstrators as the pictures I'm looking at really don't tell that story, Bex, but the demonstrators did hold up signs reading, Stop the Toxic Pipeline. Were
0: there any uh, was there anybody out there in the uh, the protest like wearing like a tux with tails cuz no. that would
1: probably be the butler. I didn't see that. But maybe it was their day off and they were protesting in civvies, so to speak. Who knows?
0: I don't I don't know. I mean I, I would think that if I was living in Longmont I wouldn't mind my I wouldn't want my working staff to be you know like taking this as a casual
1: day. Well, that's what it was maybe according to the pictures that I'm seeing. I can't tell who would be the homeowner and who would be the workers. Homeowner says what? Sorry? Homeowner says what? Got gotcha. you. Got me on that one. Got me ah, got swinging. place twice. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I was watching Bill Hader uh, as a, an Italian uh, film director doing a talk show and hosting Robert De Niro. Have right. you seen that skit on Saturday uh, Night Live yet? And he's, try- he's trying to get De Niro to say all his catchphrases from his movies. And, and De, De Niro's not is, buying it. De Niro's not buying it. But hater's very tricky, and he find, <laughs> he finds a way to get him to say the line from taxid. You talking to me? Hey, I'm talking to you. Yeah. I'm talking to you. Yep, and he got him to do it. Hey, one person was injured in a shooting in the Forest Park section of the city yesterday. The male victim taken to Bay State Medical Center. Doctors report he is in stable condition, according to Springfield's police spokesman, Ryan Walsh. Police responding to the shot spotter activation about 820 last night on Ventura Street, locating the victim nearby this of course follows the shootings recently at the saga vip lounge in springfield as well
0: uh, i don't know man there's a lot of a lot of uh, the shooting going on in the city I know. not well, good
1: well it happens right around this time when the temperatures rise also we've got some brand new restaurants the place to be opens in springfield today at the Naismith memorial basketball hall of fame the restaurant became well-known in Connecticut for its Instagrammable style of food, drink, and decor.
0: Yeah, this replaces Samuels, which was the place to be when you wanted to wait forever for a drink at the bar.
1: Well, the place to be is the actual name of this new place to be, and it's the place with with the digit to be, the place to be. All right. And the interior has multiple signs, including one that reads day drinking, and another one that reads, quote, my milkshake brings all the boys to the yard, end quote. Will you know, they show you or will they have to charge? I, you know, I don't know. It also has a bathtub filled with plastic balls that look like bubbles. And so they're counting on people the, taking baths in the bar. No, just taking fun pictures and going there to enjoy the entire food and drink experience, but with photographs. The Springfield location is unique. You know, the
0: Ray Street pub in Holyoke used to have a shower an hour what's that that was a a gentleman's club ah. Only the most sophisticated gentleman would go what? to watch the dancers take a shower really no that's the cleanest a- dancers in, a, in a western Massachusetts and how uh clothed were like bikinis or just entirely naked well Dave I mean you, know, you don't uh, you, you can't really get clean if you're wearing clothes and did you ever attend? No, I never, I never had to. Huh. I, uh, I, uh, I passed.
1: I'd be curious to see that. I think I, I'm not a big fan of strip clubs in general, but I think I would go to see a lady showering if, depending on the lady.
0: Well, why not? I mean, it's you, you know, it. I think hygiene is very important. Sure,
1: they use soap as well, or just of
0: course like- you have to set yourself up. All right, when you. And you, you, you towel off when you're done. Sure. And you get back in your G-string and you shake your money maker for sweaty dollar bills from perverts sitting around the bar.
1: Well, they allow the customers to maybe use the towels themselves to dry, to pat down the dancers? Or what, are you not allowed to get that close? What are you, sick? This
0: is Massachusetts. We're not allowed to touch the dancers. Back,
1: you know, if you're, <laughs> if you're toweling them off. Back to the place to be, which doesn't have a shower an hour, but does have the Instagrammable style of... Restaurant Touring, the Springfield location unique because it's the biggest location so far. As I, Again, I said they have one in Connecticut. It's 6,000 square feet, fits about 100 people, and has a private event space, which also features an outdoor patio. And it opens today, the place to be. Well, there you go. In Springfield. There's also another groundbreaking and ribbon-cutting ceremony that occurred on Burt Lane in Wilbraham for a new brewery that's set to arrive sometime around October, Beers made by Scantic River Brewing can already be found all across Western Mass, and now the business will have a tap room in conjunction with, and I'm going to get the name right this time, Pafumi. Pafumi's, yes. An Italian restaurant in Wilbraham. To make
0: a good pie.
1: Scantic River Brewing offers a variety of IPAs, porters, hard seltzers, and more. They're owned by David Avery of Hampton, and Pafumi is owned by Mark Pafumi. So that ribbon cutting took place yesterday. Yes. And again, it will be open around October.
0: And Chris Pisano of Western Mass News pounded the living bejesus out of that pronunciation.
1: I think I still have that. Let me see. Yeah, here's Chris Pisano talking about the partnership between Scantic River Brewing and Pafumi. The brewery will also partner with Pufami. Pafumi. An Italian restaurant in Wilbraham. The spot will have
0: outdoor seating for both the brewery and Puffami's Puffami, Cantic River Brewing is owned by David Avery, and Dave Buell of Hampton. Puffami's owned Pafumi. by Mark Pafami.
1: Pavumi. Four, four times incorrect in yes. there. Yes, yes, we got it right this time around here on Rock 102. And oh, one final uh, story here to get to: extraterrestrial civilizations in the Milky Way, apparently ready to attack our planet. According to a research student from Spain, he's a PhD. His name is Alberto Caballero, and he's authored a study in the International Journal of Astrobiology. He claims to have pinpointed the so called wow signal in the Milky Way. <laughs> okay. I'm just reading here, Pat. Yeah, I know. It's I know. the wow signal, according to Alberto Caballero. The signal which was first detected by radio telescope back in 1977, was a strange minute-long burst of radio energy. We know all about that. It may have originated from a sun-like star mm. eight, 1,800 light years from the Earth. But apparently now he's warning about an extraterrestrial invasion that could emanate from this part of Of the solar system.
0: Based upon a 50-year-old radio signal. Correct. Wouldn't it be a kick in the face Mm -hmm. if you found out that radio signal was actually the mass hat on Rock 102? Hey, all right. How about that? Wouldn't that be a kick right in the throat?
1: Wouldn't surprise me in the the least. (laughs) But for you stargazers, if you want to tell us what that means, feel free. But Alberto Caballero says, look out for alien attacks. From something called the Wow signal. All right, I'll be—I'll uh, keep my eyes open on that one. It's eight forty-three on Back, Steve and David Rock One Hundred and Two. We have a special guest coming up, right?
0: Yes, Wesley Jackson from the South End Community Center. We'll be talking about some of the uh, the programs coming up this summer at uh, at the South End. That's coming up next to Rock One Hundred and Two. As a
1: building professional, you
0: and the James Gang. We're back, Stephen, Dave on Rock One O two. Uh, Sixty
1: two right now here. We're gonna have highs of about seventy today with about a thirty percent chance of some rain later this afternoon.
0: Wesley Jackson is the executive director of the South End Community Center, which is a which is a a facility that does so many great things throughout the year, but they got a bunch of really cool uh, events and uh, programs coming up this summer. And Wesley's in the studio with us right now. It's good to see you, Wesley. Good
3: to see you as well. Absolutely.
0: So tell us tell us about uh, what's you guys are, are planning for the summer.
3: So we have a lot of summer programming going on. So we have two summer activities programs, which are for kids 5 to 13. We do hands-on activities. We do literacy work, uh, weekly field trips. We give them breakfast, lunch, snack. Um, they're there from 8 till 5 o'clock. And um, we're just trying to give them an outlet for, for, the, for the summertime, um, not stay cooped up in the house playing video games all day, just giving them different things to do and having them learn something, too, not just rolling out the basketballs or rolling out the soccer balls and just playing. We're actually doing things that are going to be meaningful for, the, for them long term. Um, then we have a basketball camp uh, where they're doing skills and drills, games, but um, really learning the game of basketball at a young age. So those are five-year-olds. Um, we do have some three-year-olds that are in there as well, and um, that goes up till 13, 14 years old as well, just learning from our kit, from our uh, counselors, coaches, um, again, just learning the game of basketball fundamentally. Um, and then we have a team program, which are sixth grade up until 12th grade, and uh, we, use, we utilize a lot of the DCF Um, youth out there. There's Mm -hmm. a lot of places that have group homes and and kids that don't get a chance to go to to summer programs because they're in these settings. Um, But we want those kids to have a chance to learn and have fun as well. And then we're taking some youth from um, school. Springfield has the empowerment zone that takes over like 12 schools. Mm We're gonna we got some grant funding from them, so we're gonna take on those kids as well.
1: Good good timing on the basketball camp with the run the Celtics are on oh, right now. yeah,
3: that, it's a big pitch for us now that the yeah. Celtics are you know running and and, and we get to uh, take advantage of some of that stuff. So mm-hmm. yeah, cool. I, I think the Celtics are actually uh, you know, looking for five and six year olds to join them <laughs> for, next, for next season, just in case.
0: You know, it's, it's, it's all about youth. Oh, yeah, uh, <laughs> you know it, it is, again Wesley Jackson from the South End Community Center is in the studio. No, it, it it's interesting to me because. You know, the Southland Community Center is a place that most people have heard of, but not yep. everybody has gone to. Right. This is a this is an excellent facility, and the things that you guys do throughout the year, yes. I think, are you know vitally important. Yes. And 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 wonderful for the kids. But yes. but there I mean, there are adult programs too. Absolutely. At uh, at the uh, at the center, tell us about uh, a little bit about
3: those. Yeah. So you know, coming back today is the anniversary of when our building went down um, in the tornado uh, years back. So. People don't know about us. Um, we have a new facility on Marble Street, and we do a lot for everybody. You know, we are a year-round programming for youth from two years old up into adults. We have uh, adult mentoring. Um, our, our coaches uh, are, are able to get paid to do some things, and uh, we do some marriage counseling classes. We, we kind of do it all to help the community. So anything you kind of need, we, we kind of can offer it. Now, one of the things
0: that's that's true mm-hmm. of uh, of the Southland Community Center is it does take a good deal of money to make these these things uh, happen. Absolutely, a lot of things are are, are grant funded, but yes. th- there's other things that you guys uh, need that some of this grant money would not take care of. Tell yes. us how you uh, go about uh, managing that.
3: So we, we do we get donations monetarily um, from from people. Uh, we do banner programs where we have uh, banners in our gymnasium, which is uh, brand new facility there. And uh, gets a lot of traffic uh, from AAU tournaments, uh, prep school tournaments, high school games. Um, our games that we run, um, we, we accept equipment, slightly used. Uh, used equipment, I, I don't turn down anything. So anything we can get to help the kids, <laughs> I, I, I'm kind of taking it on and we'll figure it out.
0: So if, uh, if someone wanted to make a donation, yep. uh, what should they do?
3: Uh, come down to South End Community Center, 99 Marble Street don't get disturbed by the the neighborhood. We are a very, very safe facility. We have no acts of violence in our area. Um we we at uh, the park is right next to us. It, it's really nice. Come down there. Um and, and anything you want to drop off or think you can donate to us, we can use it. Trust me.
0: And uh the website is secsspringfield.com. If you want to check out what else is going on over there? It is Absolutely. a beautiful facility too. Yes, thank I mean, you. I thank mean, you. not that the
3: old one was bad, but no, I mean, no. <laughs>
0: they, 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 they certainly did uh, you know their their work to rebuild this thing.
3: Mayor, Mayor Sarno and uh, uh, Congressman Neal did an unbelievable job to get us some money to to make this facility happen. Um, Mayor Sarno was our executive director at when I first started there in two thousand and six, and when he moved on, he still takes care of us uh, a great deal. So he was instrumental in. Um, getting us this brand-new facility, and it's state-of-art. Kids love it.
1: You're, you're Speaking of art, your logo for the South End Community Center features a little splash of what looks like water. Is that right? So explain yeah, yeah, yeah. a little bit about the logo so, there. What's so our logo is,
3: is, so if you look at it, it's kind of opening up your arms and asking for a hug. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what we want to do is embrace our youth, embrace our kids, uh, embrace our adults, and know that they matter and we're here for them.
0: These uh these programs we talked about, the youth programs,
3: mm-hmm. uh begin when? Uh June twenty seventh is our first day and we go to August seventeenth. Um August nineteenth, I'm sorry. And we are literally open from eight AM to nine o'clock at night. We'll be doing some summer nights programming, which is uh keeps us open late, uh keep kids off the street. Um, we'll be doing basketball games, we'll be doing some different activities, arts and crafts and things like that, just to give kids an outlet. So
0: Fantastic. Wesley uh, Jackson from mm-hmm. the South End Community Center, it's great to see you as always.
3: Always, always good to see you.
0: Thank A- you. Absolutely, and uh, and best of luck this summer. Thank you very much. You bet. It's uh, 855 with back Steve and Dave and Wesley Jackson from the South End Community Center on Rock 102.